0: Good morning church. How are you doing? Wow, I want my five wood back. You guys have a seat. Thanks so much for coming out this morning. Um, we're going to uh, ask the, the, the keys player just to stay up here with me just for a little bit. Hey, if you served yesterday, you're my hero. Come on, you are champions for the kingdom of God. Everyone that served, wave at me. If you, if you, Come on, look at all my goodness. Look at all the folks that served yesterday. Thank you so much. You're never more like Jesus until you're serving somebody else. Period. Period. Josh, Stephanie, pastors Josh and Stephanie, we love you. Uh, I, uh, You know, I looked up in the dictionary, integrity, and your, your pictures were in the dictionary. And I mean that. I mean that when I think integrity I think of the Roberts and to think that you have amazing leaders that God has placed around you I'm, I'm thankful to be in the room um, Bishop Green legend you know Pastor Derek Fry I've known Pastor Derek Fry I've watched his life for years and, uh, and, and just you know the overseers and the board members and, and the friends um, I I I'm like that redneck cousin from down south that comes to the family reunion and you get a little bit nervous when I show up. Like I'll eat all your food and I'll use your bathroom. I don't care. Okay. But I want you to know, I want you to know that I pastor Highlands Church, highlandschurch.tv. Check us out. I've been there for 15 and a half, 16 years. We planted that church out of a handful of people. Our entire church is behind you, hundred percent. Behind all of you, hundred percent. Okay. So this is what I want to do. I I want to uh, honor you. I want to honor your staff, Mo. We just get, we get better looking every year, man. Come on, bald is beautiful, brother. It's the glory. It's the shiny. It's the Shekinah glory. Come on. And sit. Let's sit. Hey, can we do this? I, I don't want to just have a church service. I want to I meet with God. And I know you do too, and that's why you're here. So this is what I'd love to do. Let's pray and position our hearts to receive all that God has for us. Can we do that? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for an opportunity to meet with you, to know you, to get to know you more through your holy scriptures. And God, I I pray right now that you would hide me behind the shadow of your cross and that you would speak. Lord, our heart is this. Speak, Lord, your your children, your people. We're listening. And God, we just go ahead and give you this right now. We give you our yes. We give you our yes. God, I pray, not just for good church service. I pray for a touch from heaven upon every person under the sound of my voice, those that are here and those that are joining us online right now, that we'll never be the same because we've been with you and also because we've been with one another. We're better together. I pray that over our churches. We are better together. We're hardwired for community. We thank you that you made us that way. We love you. We honor you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks so much, brother. Can we put our hands together for the for the whole team that was leading us in worship? I, uh, I I slapped Pastor Josh on the arm. I'm like, man, it, if you can't preach now, something's wrong with you. You know, uh, it's it's a, it's a great time. True story. I was talking with Pastor Josh. I haven't had a speeding ticket in 27 years. Until I was on the phone with your pastor, I was coming back from vacation, and he gets me all excited. This is, this is weeks ago, over a months ago, and uh, and I was talking with him, and I said, "Hey, I'm going to need to call you back. I've got a friend that just came up with a blue light special," and he pulled me over. And he, have you ever, you, you're wrong, and you know you're wrong. He said, "You know how fast I was going?" I'm like, "I'm surprised you can catch up with me." I, but I, I'm not lying. I said, you know, I I haven't got a speed ticket in, in 27 years. I'm, I'm I'm good, you know, and and but I'm 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 fine. He said, if you want to, you know, contest it. I'm like, oh no no, I bought this one, I bought this one. So I had a little 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 reaction this morning. I was like, man, last time I talked, we we did get a I get a speeding ticket. Anyway, um, it has nothing to do with my message today. But but I uh I I enjoy. Okay, so. At my age, I'm, I know you, I'm 39 and a half. That's a hard 39 years, right? No, but right now, when I exercise and work out, I, I do that because at my age, motion is lotion. Like, if I don't, I hurt. Come on, somebody. Like, I, make, I know why Jesus said, Lord, 33 years is all I want, because I've seen what 40 looks like, and I don't want a part of that. I'm making old man noises, getting out of chairs, and in the mornings and stuff. And so, I, I I enjoy exercising, working out at home. But but I found out through some guys in my church, hey, this one gym, um, you they've got a, a, a water massage thing, a hydro massage, right? That's pretty cool, and uh, and some other things that you can do. And it's cheaper, if you get a gym membership, it's cheaper to do that than to go get massages. And I thought, well, this is interesting. I feel like I'm, I've, I've hacked a code or something like that. And so all of us guys at church, we don't work out there. We just go for the massage. <laughs> so I go to, to, to sign up. And I, I'm, not, I'm a gym guy, but I sign up. And they had free pizza the day for, for anyone who signed up. I'm like, that's a loaded question. If you sign up today and work out and exercise, we'll give you free pepperoni pizza. I felt the Lord in that. (laughs) Put me down for two, please. Right? Here's here's the the big idea. You can't have the freedom of non-commitment and the benefits of commitment at the same time. (laughs) So uh, you can't have the benefit of a debt-free life and run up credit cards. You you can't have the, the, the benefit of of a strong marriage in 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 an, an uncommitted spouse. You can't have the benefit of healthy lifestyle in, in the freedom of of McDonald's. You know we have we have Krispy Kremes down south. you all have Krispy Kremes up here. Yeah, oh yeah. Some people you you haven't smiled at me the entire time. I said Krispy Kreme. And you went hey. Right? We have that in the South. You know, the hot light now is on, always in heaven. Come on. On this side of heaven, hot, hot now means fat later, but that's okay, somebody. Right? But this is what I've noticed in, in a non-committal culture that we're living in today. That, that that's, We like our options and we like our freedom, but we don't like that commitment part. And that's, that's kind of snuck into a church culture in America as well. No note taker write this down we we, we we're we a walmart culture that's where we're living and and i love walmart i i love sam walton's vision i don't i i don't enjoy going to walmart <laughs> right but but i i have my walmart like the one that i shop at if my wife Sandra calls me hey can you stop by walmart and pick up something i'm no i can't do that why because i'm not close to my walmart i don't know where anything's at in this other one you know are y'all crazy like me right Okay, so I can, I can get tires, I can get produce, I can get underwear, I can get whatever, and I can get it all at a very low price. And Sam Walton had this revolutionary idea and experience, and it works great for Walmart, but it's not a good concept when it comes to church. Come People want great worship, and you've got that. They've got great preaching, and you'll get that when Pastor Josh preaches. Yeah, you, like you got great kids ministry. I saw the kids coming up and looking at the bullet everything but we want it all at a very low cost okay next thing is this we are an on-demand culture that non-committal culture has crept into our life we don't watch it on demand I love technology I am a high-tech redneck like I I I love technology as far as some of you are looking at me like are you really from the south because I pick up a little bit of a twang in your voice I can turn it on and turn it off really good but I try not to so you can respect my intelligence. <laughs> come, on. come on. Things that you never want to hear your surgeon say, how y'all doing this morning? <laughs> no, right? Back in the day, you couldn't, just, you couldn't just get a song, come on, old people, where, where am my, I, my 40 and up? You had to buy the whole album. Yeah, come on. They don't know nothing about buying the whole album. Why would you do that? Why would you not do that? Right, And then we went from, from that to 8-tracks. Wave at me if you remember the 8-tracks. Now, you know, here's the thing about the 8-track crowd is you, you couldn't rewind it. You had to ride around town until your song came back on. And that's why gas was so cheap back then. It wasn't because they loved you, the consumer. They just want to make sure that you had enough time to listen to your song again. And then we went to the, the, the cassette tape generation. I'm a child of the 80s, greatest generation right? Yeah. Parachute pants. We were spoiled. We could, we could push rewind. The problem is we had to buy nine other songs that we didn't want to get that one that we did, right? Then, then we moved over to CDs and where we, we just go, skip, skip. I mean, I, it revolutionized my life. Like, skip, skip. Do you remember the CD player that you can go right to the song? Do you do you remember when they said, "Hey, we've got a portable CD player that you could jog with"? Problem is, you had to jog real lightly because you didn't want it to skip. Y'all remember that? Like, why put it on your hip? All it's going to do is skip, skip, skip. You know what I'm saying? Then, then there was no need to buy a CD. Then you could just download the single, right, on demand. And 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 now. We don't download a single. We just pay a subscription for millions of songs. Right? We, 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 we don't have, we want our TV shows on demand. And, and all, hey look, there's nothing wrong with that. I love technology. But you can't take that mindset into God. Right. God, I need you to move by 335 on Friday or it's over. Or I'm not living for you. Hey, hey, guys, Jesus doesn't pay up 5 o'clock on Fridays. He is not your celestial Santa Claus. He is the Lord, right? And so he's not the on-demand God. He's got all by himself, right? If you're great convenience, but you can't bring that into your church. I want church when I want church. Well, it doesn't work that way. And if you're joining us online, I want to say thank you for clicking on. Where I I can hear clearly from Jesus with my toes in the sand. Come on. But but if you're if you're home for health, and if you're be healthy, if you're home for uh, on the road for vacation or work, we thank you for for logging on. If you're home for habits, that's another conversation, and we are asking you to come back. We want you here. We want you to worship beside us. And then lastly, lastly, we have a Red Bull culture. We're going to get to the Word of God in just a second. We have a Red Bull culture. How many times do you see people? Throwing back a Red Bull, a Bang, or an energy drink these days—it's—it's—it's it's, it's over a fifty billion dollar industry. Two years ago, right? It's—it's—it's it's, it's amazing. And I had my first Red Bull a couple years ago. I vividly remember that day. <laughs> I, I had to do a, a funeral um, for my aunt. I was officiating her funeral, and um it was nine hours and because of the the uh, time sensitive appointments i had to get back the next day so i i drove there with my brother who was the same way he had to get back i said look we can we can just we can make it if we just trade he goes okay cool so we get on the road nine hours and I, and i we, we left at dark 30 and and i said man I, I need a little help. And he goes, man, I need a little help, too. I got some work I need to do. He said, let's get a Red Bull. I said, okay, I've never had one. He goes, you've never had? I said, no, I've never. And by the way, I don't drink coffee. Like, that's just, I like the smell of it. I don't drink it. So think about a grown man who doesn't drink coffee and has never had Red Bull. I got out of the car and ran beside the car. I mean, I, I, and I didn't know you were supposed to sip it. I just thought you'd drink it. I know. And I remember my brother, Chris, he said, about three hours into the drive, he goes, you have not shut up for three hours. I said, really? I don't really feel that way. I mean, why would you say that? And that's kind of rude. He's like, listen to you. Okay. All the church is for some people is a, is a spiritual energy boost. And we just want to throw it back. And this will get me through next Sunday. That's not how God set it up. Right? So let me question Is how does God see the church? What is his plan for the church? All right. In Acts chapter 2, verse 42, this is the the early church. This is the beginning. This is this is how God set it up. All right. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. Pay, pay, Pay attention to these commitment words here, okay? to the breaking of bread in a prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and the signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together. Everybody say together. They had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together. Say together. That's right, together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and they ate. Here's that word again. Together right? With glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. By the way, the temple courts, that's the, that's the corporate worship. That's what we're doing right now. That's a temple court worship. Then house to house would be a small group, a serve team. and what a, It's a smaller gathering. It's not an either or, it's a both and. God set this up for us to gather together to worship Him, to lift Him up. He draws people to Himself. And also, as iron sharpens iron, we're together doing life together and we're growing in our faith. That is that is not an American gospel. That is the gospel. What you're doing is a biblical model. Right? And then it says, and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. This is what biblical commitment looks like. Write this statement down. This is, this is commitment to your church. It's discipleship in a local context. Uh, our, how do we make more disciples? Well, we need committed Christians. How about that? We need people that will commit to knowing that, you know what? Christianity is not just about you and Jesus. Christianity is this. No spiritual family, no spiritual growth. I'm committed to Jesus and to my brother and sister. Look at the people on your road and say, "I'm committed to you." That's right. That's right. Worldly culture, write the statement down, worldly culture values options and convenience. Godly culture values commitment and sacrifice. Right? The church is a big deal to God. He has no plan B. You are plan A, and that's it. Which is scary if you think about it. But the church, as, as messy as it is, God says, I'm still going to pour myself out on it and through it, all right? So here's three must-haves, three must-haves. Are y'all glad you came to church today? Three must-haves for IFC over this next season. Number one, write it down. We need to strive for unity, and that takes work, okay? You don't fall in love, you pursue someone. I just fell in love like it's a ditch or something, no, we have to strive for unity, and that takes work. The Apostle Paul, some of you all get that on the way home. The Apostle Paul wrote the majority of the New Testament in his writings. And some of the churches that he planted, he was in writing letters to of encouragement. Some were letters of correction. And so what I'm about to read to you is not written to pagan folk, people do that do not know God. It is people who have a relationship with the Lord. It's kind of humorous. If you're not laughing when you read your Bible, you're reading it wrong. Right. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2 and 3. Oh, hey, guys, he's like, guys, please, 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 always be humble and gentle. Could you do something? Could you be patient with one another in the church parking lot as you leave this morning? Right? Make every effort. Everybody say effort. Make every effort. Watch this. No one drifts toward unity. No one accidentally falls into unity. He said, you make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit. Binding yourselves together with peace. Unity is a descriptor of God's people. That's the way that God sees it. When you say unity, you go, oh, you're talking about the church? Unfortunately, it's not labeled that way, is it? But we can change that, can't we? Man, unity? Oh, that must be that church down the street. The one with the bounce houses? Yeah, unity. Right? Sometimes you play, pray for a blessing, and there are times where God says, Listen, if you'll, get, if you'll get into unity, I will command a blessing on that place. Commanded blessing. Listen, you don't have to run after the commanded blessing. You just get yourself together and strive. I'm walking with you. Okay? Here's another thing we need to know about this amazing thing called church. is that number two. We need to be planted, and that takes tenacity. Yeah. We need to strive for unity. What's that going to take? Work. And then we need to be planted, and that takes tenacity. The first time the American in the American church world, we are living in a post-Christian society. What I mean by that is, is we have a country that doesn't, we don't make decisions based upon biblical values. And because of that, even more... Uh, even some Christians don't value being planted in the local church. Now, where I'm from down in the Dirty South, we call it the Bible Belt Buckle. Um, we have a, it's, it's the buffet line. We have a lot of great churches. Like you have great churches in this area. We have a lot of them there too. And so what people think is, you know, the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. I've tasted and he's good. And And they use church as a buffet line. Oh, I like this worship. And then I'll come over here for, for, for this teaching. And I love these small groups. Nobody does small groups like this church. That's a problem, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. What really scares me is this. That non-committal, I won't plant, I want to keep my options open. That spirit will, that thing that we have submitted to, we haven't even seen what's going to produce in our kids yet. Parents, we, when, when you bounce from church to church, we subconsciously train our kids to leave when things get uncomfortable or hard. And what you and I do in moderation, our kids will do in excess. And so what we need to do right now is we're going to plan ourselves. Why? Because we are followers of Jesus. And we have a church family, and its name is IFC. That's what we do. We're going to plant ourselves, right? The the, the Bible talks specific about where you grow. Psalm 92, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Psalm 92, verses 12, 13. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like the cedar of Lebanon. Planted. Where are they planted? In the house of the Lord. And they'll flourish in the courts of our God. I just want my life to flourish. Are you planted? And if you're if you're kicking the tires and you're new around here, I want to say a big welcome home. Oh, well, I'm just looking for a church. Hey, this is a church. You found one. We get that all the time down south. I'm just looking I'm just praying. I'm not, okay, the Holy Spirit will lead you, but you will plant you. I'm just waiting on God. God's waiting on you. God hasn't spoken. Well he it's like playing checkers. If he's not moving, it's not his turn. Oh, I'm preaching good health. No, no, that's, not, that's right. I just aim in myself. I'm just waiting on the Lord. He's waiting on you. He's waiting on you. I just want my life to flourish. Well, you know what you need to do. Because if you plant your health, your 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 life in the in the in the house of God, God will flourish. His promise will flourish in the courts of our God. Here's a great great picture. So, a so palm tree. I did a little study. of Study on palm tree. This is the palm tree roots. Look how fibrous they are. It's just such a strange, I was gonna say animal, it's just strange plant, you know. It's it's fibrous, it stretches, it's it's so strange. But this is why that hurricane winds can just blow and they just keep popping up. Look at the next picture. Look at that. Just I mean strong winds. In in Georgia, we have these awful things called pine trees <laughs> with no root system and they snap and why don't, if you're a builder, why don't you scrape the, the lot when you, bought, when you build a house? Why do you leave these ugly pine trees? Because you know that I'm going to pay retail getting them removed by a tree guy, right? But they, they, just, they, just, they just flop over, and they, look, these things are just wave. It's like, it's like those blow-up things at the car dealership. All crazy like that, you know? You know what? Your life is supposed to be flexible. The, don't don't you know the winds that are blowing? Yeah, I get it, man. Don't you see what's happening to me? Yeah, and I'm just gonna praise God through it. I'm, I'm planted. I'm gonna serve with my gift in God's house. I'm gonna be generous in and through God's house, and that's just the way I'm built because I'm just built like this. I'm just I'm just not gonna be moved, right? And then the Bible goes on to say. It's like the cedars of Lebanon. Do, do you know that when, when King Solomon's temple was being built, that was specific. He said, go get that. that I want that wood in my temple. The, look, look, look at the size and the, the enormity of this tree. It's massive. This thing has 130 feet roots. So this is what it's saying. God wants our lives to be flexible. He wants our lives to grow, go, grow deep in its roots to grow high and look at the exp- he wants influence look at the expansion what you did yesterday was a cedar of Lebanon moment what you did yesterday was i don't it's not about me but how can I serve you you can't do that with shallow roots